And we're back on Talk with an Accent on Everything Southern. Hope you all had a great Labor Day 2021. I'm John Rawl, back here in the saddle to get this abbreviated week up and going. It's a Tuesday edition of the show that covers everything Southern. And on this abbreviated week edition of the Y'all Show, we've got you four great shows lined up today, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You're going to make sure, I'm telling you, you're going to want to make sure you make sure to tune in to every single second of every single one of these great broadcasts here this week. Also, you're going to want to make a note to yourself and stick it up on the fridge that you can connect to the Y'all Show via our website. It is yall.com. Y'all is the South's homepage. And go there right now and bookmark it so that you'll know how to find all the great stuff that gets posted at y'all all day, all night, all the time. Or should I say, y'all the time. <laughs> We're Southern. We make no apologies here. And happy to be your Southern ambassador. My name John again with the Y'all Show. On this Tuesday edition of Talk with a Southern Accent, we've got a look at headlines, a disturbing story coming out of Polk County in Florida what a tragedy there. Just a un- totally unnecessary, unfortunate tragedy. Even the loss of a three-month-old in that horrible case from the holiday weekend. I'll tell you about that. And also, you'll hear some comments from America's sheriff. And that is the sheriff of Polk County, Florida. And you'll get a chance to hear what, what he said. And I'll relay that to you in our headlines today. Also walk you through the latest in terms of other headlines from across the southeast as we also will have here in this first hour a southern sports update. We'll recap some of the big games that happened in college football this Labor Day weekend, the big opening weekend to college football's start. Also, I'll fill you in with some golf news and Thursday, the NFL guys, they get their season going with the Cowboys playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Raymond James, and we'll walk through the week one lineup for NFL football teams. So that's coming up here, hour number one, I look at some Southern sports news. Also, in this first hour, we've got hashtag color blue. This is where we go on social media, and we relay some of the craziest and informative stuff being put out there on social media that ties into the southeast so we'll have some hashtag hullabaloo coming your way here in this first hour of our show that covers everything southern also coming up in the y'all show today in addition to the sports talk and more we do have a related story meaning it has to do with tailgating and we will be sharing that with you in hour number two as our focus is on tailgating essentials, and we've got a great, great thing to be passing along to you, as HGTV has 12 tailgating essentials to score for football season. And I'm going to be walking through that list courtesy of HGTV in hour number two. Also, we've got entertainment headlines. We lost a Virginia native over the weekend Former NBC Today show weatherman Willard Scott passed away, a man that made Washington, D.C. in that area home for so long, Willard Scott passing away, and he was a a fixture on television for so long, the 87-year-old dying over the weekend. 
Also, this fellow had a parent from South Carolina, but he grew up in the New York City area. The Wire actor Michael K. Williams has died at age 54. The Lovecraft country star and Emmy nominee died on Labor Day, according to his reps. I'll pass along some information about that. On a positive spin from the Labor Day weekend, Houston's own Beyonce turned 40, and she even got a message on social media from Taylor Swift as Taylor helped make Beyonce's day even more special. I'll be sharing exactly what that was, the message shared when we get to our entertainment report in hour number two. We also have coming up in the second hour of today's show about the South, a look at some stuff up at the website about the South, y'all. Before we get out of here today, I want you to make sure you stay tuned because we're going to cruise the South an hour or two, and I've got a really cool article that I have found, and it has to do with inconsiderate plane passengers. This article walks through some of the worst experiences of flying and what people have had to endure. Now, a lot of this happened before COVID kind of made people stop flying and or they now are a little bit more spread out on the planes But whether you're a passenger on a plane today or you remember the days pre-COVID of getting on a plane, we've got some real horror stories about inconsiderate passengers. Not very Southern when you're inconsiderate above the friendly skies or while flying the friendly skies. So we'll have that. Plus, Melissa Rhodes files an accent, a Southern accent on the arts that comes your way in the final hour of our three-hour get-together that we call the show about the South, the Y'all Show. Our number, if you want to text us, 803-816-1170. That number is available for you to reach out to us anytime, whether you're catching us on one of our incredibly awesome radio affiliates. You can text us right now as you listen to this, or you can be listening to our podcast options, and I'm going to walk through those in a sec of all the ways you can listen to the show on your own schedule. But we want to remind you that the Y'all Show does have this text line. It is 803-816-1170. 803-816-1170. We're going to have that out there for you 24-7 to reach out to us with a question or comment. And then, again, those podcast ways for you to reach us and listen to us anytime you feel like it via podcast. We're on Apple Podcast. We are available. All you got to do is search for Y'all Show if you're on Spotify. And you can have this set up to automatically go to your Spotify account without even having to do any brain work. This show will automatically go right to you. And it is just the coolest way to keep up with the show. We're also available on Stitcher. We're available on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn, TuneIn app, and many other ways that you get your podcast. You just need to go on to your favorite podcast way of listening to podcasts and search search for Y'all Show, and you'll see our beautiful red and white and black logo right there. And you just hit the button, and boom, you're set up to listen to the show every day. I want to appreciate all of you who do listen to us on our great radio stations, and I certainly want to thank all of you who make an effort to tune us in and catch up with what's going on across the South via the various podcast ways. Well, sad story out of Florida And this happened over the weekend, and it happened in Polk County, Florida. But a 33-year-old former Marine Corps sharpshooter, a man named Brian Riley, he went and killed 
multiple people in Polk County, Florida. Polk County is to the east of Tampa. The sheriff there is known as America's Sheriff Grady Judd. I enjoy watching his press conferences. I did not enjoy his press conference from this past weekend as Grady Judd had to talk about this former Marine who's now being held without bond for shooting a completely innocent family in Polk County, Florida over the weekend. This victim list includes a a grown man, a grown woman, a mother of one of those two, and then a three-month-old baby was also murdered in her mother's arms. The mother and the three-month-old murdered for no reason at all, and the man even killed the family dog. The family dog was named D.O.G., and the dog was named that after one of the Polk County Sheriff's canine dogs that I think was lost in the line of duty at some point. And this former Marine went in and said he had a an order from God to show up at this house and try to save a young girl that was being held, being kidnapped, or was about to be kidnapped. And Brian Riley told this family there in Polk County that he was there to save. And they said, sir, we don't know what you're talking about. We don't have a kid here by that name. You need to get out of here. Well, he did get out of there, but he ended up returning in the middle of the night. And this man who admitted that he was on methamphetamine killed four people, three adults, and he killed this three-month-old little baby, a 11-year-old girl was shot seven times, but has lived, thank God. She has lived. They rushed her to a hospital in Tampa, and she's evidently going to make it through this. We, We don't know. We're just so grateful that that is going to happen. But according to Sheriff Polk, the man Riley told interrogators that the victims begged for their lives, and I killed them anyway. Judd said that Riley told detectives also, you know why I did this. The big question that all of us has is why we will not know today or maybe ever. So he hasn't answered why. But the guy was a a veteran of both Iraq and Afghanistan. He lived in another county. To, to, to the investigators as of now, they said they have zero correlation between him having any kind of past history with these people that he went and killed. He said, and he even told his girlfriend who was cooperating with investigators, that he had this vision that God was speaking to him, and that's why he went to this specific address and killed these four people over the Labor Day weekend. Just a tragic, tragic story from Polk County, Florida, that we'll we'll know more as time goes by. But this guy, again, had no criminal background, this shooter. He also had no mental health background that I'm aware of. He was a Marine Corps veteran of two conflicts, Afghanistan and Iraq, and he was a sharpshooter at that. Had a job. Had a girlfriend. And when you get on methamphetamine, you can see where that can lead in this case. He did give up. He got in a shootout with law enforcement. Nobody got injured from law enforcement, which Grady Judd, the sheriff, said was just an absolute miracle. And the guy ended up giving up without, I guess, too much of a fight. In the, I mean, he, he did shoot. But in the end, he gave up. He just gave up. 
and Sheriff Judd did make a somewhat, I won't say humorous comment about that, but the guy's now in custody. Again, this is I got out of Leesburg, Florida from this past weekend in that area of Polk County, just a, a real tragedy. Also, a tragedy that happened in the low country of South Carolina. It's been going on for a while, but an update to that. I'm sure you've read and seen this really bizarre case of the Murdoch family in Hampton County, South Carolina. This is a very prominent family. They've been prosecutors for the state. And this is a family that has got a long history of being lawyers and influential people in that portion of the South Carolina low country. Hampton County is between, let's say, Beaufort and Savannah, it's, and, and it's a little bit inland. It's very rural there in that portion of South Carolina. But the current patriarch is Alex Murdoch. And a few months ago, you probably saw the story, his wife and his son were both murdered in that rural portion of the South Carolina low country. His father who was also, again, a prominent lawyer and at one time a prosecutor, a solicitor, I believe is what they call in South Carolina, the role of the state prosecutor. He died, I think, of a heart attack because of all the tragedy, losing his grandson and his daughter-in-law. The patriarch of the family dies. So Alex Murdoch is the now patriarch of this family. And one of the reasons this story got in the news several months ago is Alex Murdoch's son, who was murdered, was charged with DUB, driving under the influence of boating, and a young girl lost her life several years ago. So it's been a family in the news, and supposedly there was a chance that maybe the young son got a little bit of a light sentence, or his treatment thus far had been it paled in comparison to what it might be for a regular citizen since he was from a prominent family. Well, this past weekend, Alex Murdoch was driving from Hampton County to Charleston, and when his car stopped in Hampton County, a tr- he had evidently to stop his car. I don't know if he had car problems or what, but on a rural road there in Hampton County, he pulled over a truck past Murdoch on the road, before turning around, then someone in the vehicle shot him. Now, the amazing thing, Alex Murdoch was shot, but it wasn't a life-threatening injury. He was airlifted to MUSC in Charleston, and according to the State Law Enforcement Division, this shooting from Saturday happened. No further details being released at the current time, but what I read about this, it looked like it was a, a, a wound that was a grazing wound, and he's going to be okay. Now, this is the same man, Murdoch, who's 53 years old. He found his wife and his son shot to death at their home not far from Hampton County in Colleton County back on June 7th, and investigators are still looking into that case here. But just what a weird update. What a weird Addendum to an already weird story that the man there, this prominent lawyer, shot and hurt two months after his own wife and son were murdered. Now, here's an even more recent update from Alex Murdoch. According to the latest reports out of the South Carolina Low Country, Murdoch is going to resign from his law firm, enter rehab, 
after his wife and son found shot dead. That's the story that broke on Labor Day as he's quitting his law firm and will enter some kind of rehab. In a statement, Murdoch announced he was leaving his law firm following a long battle that has been exacerbated by these murders. The murders of my wife and son have caused an incredibly difficult time in my life. I have made a lot of decisions that I truly regret. I'm resigning from my law firm and entering rehab after a long battle that has been exacerbated by these murders. I am immensely sorry to everyone I've hurt, including my family, friends, and colleagues. I ask for prayers as I rehabilitate myself and my relationships. That's really weird. I just told you the guy had somebody shoot at him. I just told you his wife and child were murdered. Why does this guy have to go to rehab? It's unclear whether this past shooting from Saturday from this past weekend was related to the double slaying of Murdoch's wife and son. I don't know. It's a Dateline NBC story on steroids, it looks like, going on in that portion of South Carolina right now. More to come, I'm sure. Another tragedy out of Florida from the holiday weekend. A Tesla Model S Plaid was not on autopilot mode when it crashed into a house and two people have died as a result. Florida Highway Patrol said this Tesla crashed in Palm Harbor on Friday just before 10.30 p.m. The 43-year-old Palm Harbor driver driver traveling at a high rate of speed and blew past a stop sign in an intersection while approaching Hermosa Drive. The car struck an embankment, went airborne before plowing through the rear wall of a home. The 69-year-old woman inside the home died and a passenger inside the Tesla, a 43-year-old man from Odessa, Florida, transported to a nearby hospital where he later died from his injury. The driver and two other passengers all sustained serious injuries in the crash. This thing, ooh, what a bad story. But it says, according to the reports, this Tesla Model S Plaid, not on autopilot. That's been in the news a good bit lately of these Teslas crashing while on autopilot mode, and that seems not to be the case in this situation in Florida. Now, an update to Hurricane Ida, and this is more from the Louisiana side of things here. We know we've had dozens of people lose their life, especially in the Northeast in the last few days. But because of a national shortage of supplies and workers, too, that's really going to delay the rebuild going on in the state of Louisiana. As Ida slammed into the Gulf Coast a week ago, and at a time when building contractors already are having so many severe shortages of both workers and a depleted supply chain to deal with, it's going to really, really delay rebuilding around the state of Louisiana, some of which Louisiana was still rebuilding from the 2020 hurricanes that hit that state in the Lake Charles area. The challenges facing construction companies stem from what happened after the nation endured a brutal but brief recession when coronavirus really kicked off in March of 2020. And it's going to be quite a challenge for all of you who are in the Louisiana area that are having to have some kind of rebuild happen to get your rebuild fixed, to get anything fixed. 
I've got a friend who lives in Galveston, Texas, and they weren't hit by a hurricane or tropical storm even, but there in Texas, they got hit so bad by that winter blast in February. And my friend, six months after that, still had not had his plumbing properly fixed because of busted pipes and more that happened to his family, to so many people in that Galveston area, that they still really didn't have plumbing back. And it's been six months. And that wasn't even a tropical storm or hurricane that blew everything down. They had the supply shortages. They had the labor shortages. So a real, real tough time. And that's why we hope if we're going to have any more storms, especially in this next couple of months of hurricane season 2021, they do exactly what it looks like this latest storm's doing in the Atlantic, possibly turning way north and likely not going to hit any land. Or at worst, it looks like this latest one could hit Nova Scotia and Canada. Likely not as a Cat 5 hurricane, we hope, for the folks in that portion of Canada. But it's an unfortunate, unfortunate thing right now with so many people needing supplies and needing helpers to fix things, and it's just nowhere to be found. Our hearts go to everybody suffering in that kind of situation across the Southland and the country at this current time. When the Y'all Show comes back, we'll be right back with you. We've got an update on some sports news from the weekend, and it's NFL Thursday night action. Week one begins, Cowboys at Buccaneers. I'll walk through the schedule and more when our Southern Sports Update hits you after this break. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief on symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. Whether you want to learn Spanish for future travel plans, French to connect with extended family, or German to land a new job, in just 15 minutes a day, Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you'll actually use. All you need is 15 minutes a day, and you'll be on your way to confidently speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel is designed by real language experts using a modern conversation-based technique that makes learning fun, engaging, and best of all, memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then sentences gradually get more complex. Soon you're practicing short conversations about real-life topics. And with 14 languages to choose from and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll be sure to learn what matters most to you. Babbel. Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. This is how it ends 
This is where it all goes down This is what I don't love you feels like It ain't the middle of the night And it ain't even raining outside It ain't exactly what I had in mind For goodbye At a red light in the sunshine On a Sunday, nothing to say Back into the show about the South, we're y'all, and we've got sports to talk about. First, the news from Monday, Labor Day Monday for golf fans. Europe defeated the United States in the latest edition of the Solheim Cup. This went down in the Toledo, Ohio area over the holiday weekend, and Europe, thanks to a couple of great golfers, Matilda Castron and Leona McGuire of Ireland, they defeated the U.S. women 15 to 13 to retain the Solheim Cup. And a couple of Southern golfers on that U.S. team, propelled mostly by the golfer from Mississippi, who was a Mississippi State golfer, Allie, Allie Ewing's her name, and of course the Cordas from Florida. I believe that might have been all of the Southern golfers on the Solheim Cup, but Europe wins that one. As far as the males go, the Ryder Cup is getting set to take place in about three weeks, and the PGA Tour golfers all going to their respective teams if they get the call here this week to be on that. Speaking of the PGA golfers, did you have a chance to see that great round Sunday as Patrick Cantlay, he gets the big $15 million paycheck as he just gets past a very good American golfer or rather, it, well, it gets past a bunch of Americans, but he, frankly, on Sunday, he got past Spaniard John Rahm, getting past him by one shot at East Lake in the Atlanta area. But Patrick Cantlay gets the big $15 million paycheck for winning the Tour Championship. Congratulations to him. And that event from Sunday wraps up the PGA Tour's 2020-2021 schedule. And now Ryder Cup's up next for those guys who make it on the Ryder Cup teams. Then the new season gets underway before you know it. I think it starts in late October. So golf, almost a a 12-month-a-year sport. Let's move over now to tell you about some college football. Boy, how glorious it was to have college football back. And speaking of the word glory, 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 how about them Georgia Bulldogs? What a win. It was a throwback win with a defensive just mastery out there for both schools, both Clemson and Georgia. Ultimately, it was a Georgia Bulldog defensive play that got them a touchdown, and it would be the only touchdown scored at that Dukes-Mayo kickoff game at Bank of America Stadium, and Georgia propels their way to a victory over their hated rival from Clemson, and the Tigers drop to 0-1. Now, Dabo Sweeney saying he's going to make some offensive changes before Clemson gets it going against South Carolina State this weekend. Dabo, I wouldn't be too worried about the SC State Bulldogs. But Clemson is 0-1 for the first time in a long, 
long time. When's the last time Clemson had a losing record? When's the last time a team in Columbia had a winning record? Well, that was the case. South Carolina had a little bit of an easy game in their blowout of Eastern Illinois from the past weekend. But back to the dogs, Coach Kirby Smart. Now, as great as the win was in Charlotte against Clemson, the news is not so great out of Athens this week. As Coach Smart says, his Georgia Bulldogs are experiencing, quote, the highest spike of COVID-19, and that's going on while 90% of his team is vaccinated. Now, they've got a home game set up for Sanford Stadium this weekend. UAB comes between the hedges. And Coach Smart said three or four of his players are sidelined for that Saturday game against the Blazers. They've got COVID-19. Now, the coach declined to identify the players during a teleconference on Monday, and we're not sure if they're going to be able to play when they were diagnosed and more. This game against UAB set up for a 3.30 Athens time kick on ESPN2 this weekend. Now, according to Georgia's sports medicine director, Ron Corson, last week the team, last week, I'm, I'm rather, Corson himself was diagnosed with COVID-19, and he did not travel to the 10-3 Georgia victory over number 3 Clemson this past weekend. According to Coach Smart, Ron's doing good. He's had a tough run, and we wish him all the best. Coach Smart last month said that 90% of Georgia's players, coaches, and staff members have been vaccinated for COVID-19, and that's going to come in, I guess, handy, although it looks like there is a little bit of an outbreak going on within the UGA program. We wish... Georgia the best as they get ready to come back on the field against UAB this weekend. Ed Orgeron in the news. Ed Orgeron in the news for two reasons. His LSU Tigers went all the way out to Pasadena and lost to UCLA. That's not a good thing. But maybe what's even making more news and getting Coach Orgeron's seat a little hotter is his demeanor and his way of handling somebody with a big mouth. Orgeron, if you haven't seen it, heading into the game against the UCLA Bruins at the Rose Bowl this past weekend, a UCLA fan who's been identified by the LA Times as a gentleman named David Witzling. This fan was up in the balcony or rafters of UCLA Stadium at the Rose Bowl, Rose Bowl Stadium, and was picking on Orgeron as the team came in. And Orgeron, instead of just ignoring him, decided to fire back with his raging Cajun mouth and said something to the effect of, uh, quiet down with your sissy blue shirt. Uh, uh, whoa, whoa, I got the exact quote here. Bring your ass on in your sissy blue shirt. That's what Orgeron told a fan before the game started. And then LSU goes on and loses 35-14. to 14 to the LSU Tigers, who were ranked, and UCLA was not. And Chip Kelly, I told you before going into this past weekend's game that the coach's hot seat was turned up extra hot. Well, it was on Chip Kelly. But now, Ed Orgeron, your seat is a little, little extra crispy after you go out and lose a game like that, and then you make a comment heading into the game. Kudos to UCLA. Kudos to their sports marketing department. Because UCLA is taking Ed Orgeron's 
not-so-professional speech and turning it into a crusade. On their Twitter page, they've got a image of a shirt, a T-shirt, in a so-called sissy blue color. That would be UCLA's color. And it has sissy blue written on the shirt with the Nike logo and the U in the word blue, sissy blue. The U in that blue is the UCLA logo U. And kudos to UCLA for taking this and kind of rubbing it right in LSU. I guess the term would be trolling. They're trolling, and I think these T-shirts are for sale. And I'm actually impressed that a California school, what most people would call probably a liberal California school, would be even doing this. How cool is that? And and I guess it's okay. Is it okay to say the word sissy? Evidently, if it's coming from California and UCLA and they're making money off of it now, yes, yeah, sissy is now okay to say, especially if you're the one being called that, and then you turn around and you beat the opponent 35-14. to 14. I mean, in the end, this wasn't even close. Great job, Bruins. LSU, you got a lot of work to do. By the way, LSU has the Orgeron Bowl as LSU comes back home for a Death Valley date this weekend. Ed Orgeron will be going up against his own son, as Cody Orgeron is the starting quarterback of the McNeese State Cowboys, and that is LSU's opponent in Death Valley this weekend. And you know what? One of McNeese's colors, it kind of looks kind of like a sissy blue color. So I wonder if Orgeron's going to be calling out his own son in this game at Tiger Stadium this weekend. Isn't college football, isn't it great to have it back? And isn't it just playing great? all the way around. Yeah, it is. We will have more sports going on throughout the day, so make sure you stay tuned here to y'all. We will cover some NFL action when we get into the Southern sports going on in our second hour. But hang on when the y'all show comes right back. We're going to go on social media and pull out a good little thing going on there. Plus, before the hour is up, we've got to look at some Southern political news. It's our Southern political report, and it's coming up before the hour is up here on Talk with a Southern Accent. Go sissies! What a domination over LSU. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. y'all we're back here on the show about the south this is the y'all show and we take this opportunity to bring you 
Hashtag Hullabaloo. This is where we go on social media and we find some of the great Southern conversations and Southern gossip going on. And that's what we're going to do right now. And this first social media post that's got to do with the South comes to us courtesy of Brian A. Demerit at Brian A. Demerit on Twitter. He identifies on his Twitter as Southern, and he also identifies as a liberal. So here is what Brian A. Demerit is putting out on social media this week. It's kind of unique. It's kind of fun. We'll just pass it along here, and you can take it however you want. He's got an image he's posted, and it says, Ignoring and writing off southern states as unsalvageable due to regressive policies does nothing to help those fighting against such policies and only aids further regression. He puts that out on an image that's got, it looks like cornbread, Uh, on the same image i guess he's just trying to point out that okay let me repeat that from brian a demerit ignoring and writing off southern states as unsalvageable due to regressive policies does nothing to help those fighting against such policies and only aids further regression and it has another thing added to the image your neighborhood isn't better just because it has brick oven pizzas and craft breweries. So what he's essentially getting at, and I'm trying to understand what this Southern liberal Brian A. Demerit is putting out here on social media. I think he put this out because of what happened in Texas the other day with the United States Supreme Court essentially siding with a Texas law that has to do with abortion. And I think that's what led to this social media post But I do like that addendum to his post talking about your neighborhood isn't better just because it has brick oven pizzas and craft breweries. Does that mean if you have a brick oven pizza in your neighborhood and you have a craft brewery that you're in a liberal neighborhood? Is that what he's trying to say? It sounds like it. And maybe that's true. You know, come to think of it, I haven't seen too many craft breweries and or a brick oven pizza place located in... uh, a place where almost every person drives a pickup truck and or every person is uh, a farmer, for goodness sake. And I'm, I, I don't drive a pickup truck, but I kind of identify as a farmer. I'm certainly from a farming family, and I, I'm envious. I would like to be driving a pickup truck. So, and then I guess what would a Southern non, what would a Southern conservative woman have versus a brick oven pizza joint and or a crap brewery. A good Southern conservative woman, ah, maybe a Trump sticker. That's all I can think of right now. So, yeah, there might be something to it. But that's what the South and that's what this nation is all about there, Brian A. Demerit. Keep in mind that this is a country where people are free to express themselves, whether they're liberal, conservative, whether they're Southern or Northern, whether they like one team that shows up on a college football game day or another team. That's what makes this country great. Now, Brian, I hate to tell you, if you're a liberal in the South, you are outnumbered. So you might want to have to kind of get used to it. And if you really, it really bothers you a whole lot, you can take your liberalism somewhere where you might feel a little bit more comfortable. But trust me, there's lots of liberals in the South, and this is as much as part of their world as it is the world of the conservatives out there 
tuning in. And here at y'all, we we cater to all y'all. Southern, Northern, liberals, conservatives, we do it all, y'all. All right, let's wrap up our hashtag hullabaloo. This comes to us courtesy of Glenda Belinda on Twitter. She identifies as Southern mother-in-law as she puts on her social media profile, Southern mother-in-laws say the darndest things. Ooh, yes, they do, Glenda Belinda. And she writes on Twitter, In today's world, with cancel culture the way it is, Seinfeld wouldn't be on the air. Hashtag cancel culture. You know, she's probably got a lot accurate in that statement. And I don't know if there were episodes of Seinfeld that were rather politically incorrect at the time, but I do know that, what was his name, George? He went in a comedy club several years ago, and he said what you can't say or else you'll get canceled for the rest of your life. And is Seinfeld even available right now in syndication? I'm sure it is, but I honestly don't watch it. But, yeah, I think what Glenda Belinda is pointing out is pretty darn accurate. In today's world with cancel culture the way it is, Seinfeld wouldn't be on the air. That could be. Glenda Belinda, thank you for pointing that out on Twitter this week. And if you've got something to say, you can just hit us up here at the Y'all Show. You can text us, 803-816-1170. The Y'all Show wraps after this break. We're going to come back with a quick look at Southern politics. We're the Y'all Show, y'all. If you're worried about your borderline blood pressure, hear how others are taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. Garlic works safely and naturally to support my blood pressure. Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula has a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals, so you know it works. No garlic taste, no garlic breath. Take charge of your blood pressure with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. I get the blues when it rains. The blues I can't lose when it rains. Is it a little rain on that fall? The pain it always reminds me of the blues. All right, wrapping up this first hour of our Tuesday conversation about Dixie, and we take it to the world of politics to wrap up this second hour. And Politico has a story up. Justice Department will protect, in quotes, protect abortion seekers in Texas. And this was a story that arrived on Monday as Justice or Attorney General Merrick Garland said the Justice Department would protect those seeking to obtain or provide reproductive health services under a federal known federal law known as the Freedom of Access to Clinic Entrances Act. Didn't know such a thing existed, but on Labor Day Monday, Garland's Justice Department saying that it will not tolerate violence against anyone who is trying to obtain an abortion in Texas as federal officials explore options to challenge a new state law that bans most abortions. And by the way, that state law went before the United States Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court last week said that the law could go into effect. And Attorney General Garland, in a statement, said that federal prosecutors are still urgently exploring options to challenge the Texas law. Why are they doing that? Why are they pushing something that the Supreme Court's already come out and said what they had to say. You know, if this were reversed, 
this wouldn't be happening. I, that's how I feel. Garland said the Justice Department would enforce the federal law in order to protect the constitutional rights of women and other persons, including access to an abortion. The federal, federal law, it's commonly known as the FACE FACE Act, prohibits physically obstructing or using the threat of force to intimidate or interfere with a person seeking reproductive health services. The law also prohibits damaging property at abortion clinics and other reproductive health centers. Don't have a problem with that. Shouldn't have violence of any kind, any time, anywhere. Now, this new law that is in effect in Texas prohibits abortions once medical professionals can detect cardiac activity, and that usually happens around six weeks. That often happens before women even know they're pregnant. So this is an ugly situation that will continue to probably be a rallying point for the left. It could be a rallying point for the right. The right will say, well, this is just in Texas, which is true. This is just in Texas. But the Supreme Court weighed on it, and we will have to see how it plays out. And it doesn't help that this story is going to continue to get even more headlines when the United States Justice Department puts his finger on the scale of justice. Now, this has nothing to do with the South. This this is certainly California. But I just wanted to remind you, if, if you're going to be tuning in, anything political over the next couple of days or so, you've probably already been alerted there is a recall election going on in California. That is going to take place exactly one week from today. September 14th is the California gubernatorial recall election. All active registered voters will receive a vote-by-mail ballot before that day, and I guess you can mail it back in. In the end, the recall ballot, if you get it, will ask you two questions. Number one, do you want to recall Governor Newsom? And then the second question, if the governor is recalled, who do you want to replace him? If 50% or more vote no, Governor Gavin Newsom stays in office. But if 50% vote yes, the governor is going to be removed from office and the person who ends up getting more votes on this second question becomes your governor. And right now, Larry Elder, a conservative talk show host, is the leading person according to polling. This is going to come down to the wire. It's looking like California just might have a Republican, a conservative governor, pretty soon. Again, that election set for one week today whenever the final results come in. We will find out going forward. Let's let's all sit back and watch California implode even more and perhaps even get a good laugh out of it. Now, Californians, you just stay put. We don't need you here in the South. We're all full. <laughs> We're getting our share of people coming to this part of the world from from the north, from the from the south, and I guess we have even some coming from the east. From the west, uh, yeah, we might just be a little too full for Californians. Although, of course, we welcome all who want to come help out this part of the world and make it a greater, safer, most wonderful part of America, the south. When we come back here on the Y'all Show, we'll have two more hours of southern goodness. We've got more headlines that we'll be sharing with you as we begin hour number two. And those headlines, as we start hour two, come from the entertainment world. We lost a great NBC figure from the past weekend as we lost NBC's longtime weatherman, Willard Scott. I'll let you know more about this native Virginia. All that coming up on Talk with an Accent on the South. 
Hello and welcome to the show, hour number two of the show that is deep fried and deep conversation about Dixie. My name is John Rawl. I am the general of all things Southern and I appreciate y'all taking your time to join me here as we've got another two hours left on this Tuesday edition of All Things Southern. Later in the hour, we have, courtesy of HGTV, the tailgating essentials to score for football season. We are in football time. College football is well underway now. The NFL's regular season kicks off Thursday night in Tampa, and the big games can mostly on Sunday of this week of NFL Week 1. And to help you tailgate, whether you're going to be at a college game, a high school game, at one of these great NFL franchises that we have across the Southland, we have this great article we'll be sharing with you later this hour. Also, we will have more sports news. Speaking of the NFL, here in this hour, we'll walk through the lineup of Week 1 in the National Football League, plus some other news coming out of the NFL as the Houston Texans named a starting quarterback for their Week 1 game, and it will not be Deshaun Watson. Have that information coming your way before the hour's up. We will have an update at what is on the homepage of the South. That is y'all.com. Our website is y'all.com. It is the South's homepage. And go there now. We've got great stories up. We've got more great stories forthcoming. It is truly the South's homepage. And please go there and bookmark it. Go on to Facebook to y'all.com on Facebook. And please like that page and share it with everybody you know as we're trying to grow and grow and grow. And we need y'all's help. We start out this hour with a look at some entertainment news And Willard Scott passed away over the Labor Day weekend. The longtime weatherman on the Today Show, who, of course, known for his very, very happy personality and his outgoing style, and he made so many people happy when they celebrated their 100th birthday. Willard Scott would be a part of that celebration on NBC's Today Show. Willard Scott, the native Virginian, passed away over the weekend aged 70, 87 years old. Al Roker took over for Willard Scott after that, and Al Roker wrote on Twitter, we lost Willard Scott, passed peacefully at 87, surrounded by family, including his daughters, Sally and Mary, and his lovely wife, Paris. He was truly my second dad and am where I am today because of his generous spirit. Willard was truly a broadcast Icon. Those are the words of Al Roker. Now, more on Willard Scott. He was born in Alexandria, Virginia, March 7th, 1934. He grew up in the Washington, D.C. area, attended George Washington High School, got into broadcasting in the 1950s. He worked as an NBC page at Washington, D.C.'s own NBC-owned and operated radio station, WRCAM. Then Willard attended American University, where he worked along fellow student Ed Walker at another radio station on the George Washington campus, or rather the American University campus, and ended up getting his degree in philosophy and religion, and then started out in radio before ultimately making the move to television, and he started working at WRC-TV 
and even appeared as Bozo the Clown there on one of their TV shows in that Washington, D.C. market and was a weekday weatherman at WRC Television and that station, Channel 4, the NBC affiliate now in our nation's capital. Did you realize that Wilder Scott at one time portrayed Ronald McDonald as he was Ronald McDonald on a series of TV commercials? And how about that? I did not know that. Scott was hired in, in 1980 by NBC to become its weatherman for the Today Show, replacing Bob Ryan, who actually replaced him at WRC-TV until 2010. And he was you know, a big part of NBC in the 80s, 90s. Remember the days of waking up with Willard Scott, and then you had Bryant Gumble on NBC. I guess at some point maybe Jane Pauley was on there too. She may have already left by that time. But it was a big-time TV show, and it was a way so many millions of Americans woke up every day, and especially those special times when Willard would make somebody who was turning 100 years old feel extra special, and he could do it no what the way nobody else could. In fact, NBC, to their credit, and I haven't tuned in to the Today Show a lot over the last few years, but for a long time, Willard Scott was still appearing on the Today Show just to do the whole Smucker's 100th birthday celebration. I don't know when that stopped, but Willard Scott died of natural causes on September 4th, and our thoughts certainly to his family, and again, for being a part of our family, you could say, as he was tuned in on most of our TV stations back when you could only get about three channels in a lot of cases, especially in the morning for live television if you didn't have CNN going on at the time. This guy was a part of your life. Willard Scott, native Virginian. The following TV star was actually not raised in the South, but he had a parent that was from South Carolina, and this actor has died at the age of 54. Michael K. Williams passed away Labor Day Monday as his representative announced that it is with deep sorrow that the family announces the passing of the Emmy-nominated actor Michael Kenneth Williams. He was found deceased in his Brooklyn residence on Monday afternoon, according to the New York Police Department. Now, he had been Recently on HBO's Lovecraft Country, for which he got a 2021 Emmy nomination for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series. He also was known for his roles as Omar Little in The Wire, and he played Chalky White in Boardwalk Empire. Very, very versatile actor. Michael K. Williams, dead at the age of 54. Another actor from the South, this guy from Anderson, South Carolina, that we lost many, many months ago, Chadwick Boseman. Of course, what a life that he led. He died of colon cancer at only age 43. And this guy attended Howard University in Washington, D.C. The HBCU has released a statement and posted a video of the letters going up on a building on campus there. And this building is now called, on the Howard University campus, the Chadwick A. Bozeman College of Fine Arts. And that was a building that 
Chadwick Bozeman and that school of fine arts at his alma mater, Howard, he had fought to reestablish a fine arts program there. And here it is now in 2021, named after this native South Carolinian and Howard alum. He graduated from Howard with a degree in the College of Fine Arts two decades ago, but the school ultimately closed the Howard University College of Fine Arts. It was actually not, it was, it was closed. It was technically folded into the College of Arts and Sciences, a move that at the time Chadwick Bozeman opposed. He and other students campaigned against it. In 2018, the school announced plans to reestablish the program that Chadwick Bozeman was fighting for. And then around the same time, Bozeman came out in the movie Black Panther in the role of King T'Challa, and that got him a lot of attention. This guy who had also played the role of Jackie Robinson in a movie before he died about the great baseball player wanted this done. And you might have remembered the story of Felicia Rashad, actress, singer. She is the dean of this reestablished College of Fine Arts at Howard University. And she mentored Bozeman when he was a student at Howard many years ago, 20-plus years ago. The late Chadwick Bozeman, his name truly is big and bright today, as it is now at the Howard University campus in Washington, D.C., the Chadwick A. Bozeman College of Fine Arts. Beyonce, she celebrated a birthday on September 4th. Saturday was a big day for the Houston area native, and she celebrated, got a lot of attention from her fellow celebrities. Fans gave her plenty of love on social media and more. In fact, Taylor Swift sent a message for Beyonce's 40th birthday, and her message was featured in a touching compilation video in honor of the occasion. Got a lot of other videos in it. Taylor Swift even shared that Beyonce had paved the road for female singers like her. In the clip that was put out on social media, Taylor Swift said, The fact that you have paved the road that every female artist is walking down now than the fact that you've done so much with such kindness and such grace to say I admire you, there's just not a word for it. Other celebs in on this 40th birthday salute to Beyonce included Oprah Winfrey, Reese Witherspoon. There's two good Southern ladies slash Nashville area ladies too. Billie Eilish also weighing in on a birthday message for Beyonce. Kerry Washington gave credit to Beyonce for being a role model. Kerry Washington saying, You are such a gift to this world. Thank you for being an inspiration to me, to my kids, to brown-skinned girls all over the world, and to non-brown-skinned girls all over the world. Kerry Washington saying that. So, yeah. Beyonce, 40 years old, still looking and still sounding great at 40. Here's to another 40 at least out of the Houston area native. All right, let's tell you about what's going on now in terms of your TV viewing as we are just about hitting sweep season across the television viewing world. As the fall TV season arrives in a few days, do you know what's coming out here this very week? In fact, we have one show debuting today 
on Oprah Winfrey's network, Queen Sugar. That's a debut here today. Later in the week on Netflix, Lucifer, the final season debuts. And then a whole bunch start popping up as we get through the rest of September. I am looking forward to the return of Jennifer Aniston and the aforementioned Reese Witherspoon, season two of The Morning Show on Apple TV+. Plus. That's coming up in just a few days. September 17th is the debut for that. September 20th, you've got the return of 911 on Fox, NCIS on CBS. How about The Voice returns? But I don't want to give a whole lot of love to reality TV, so uh, forget that one. Also, you have FBI debuting for the fall on CBS. NBC's New Amsterdam returns September 21st. So it is, if you're a TV junkie and you want to see some new shows and you've been waiting for months, guess what? Fall season and the sweeps of fall are about a couple of hours away. Just hang tight, if you will. I want you to hang tight through the break when the Y'all Show comes back. It is football time across the southeast. It is football time. Also, that means it's tailgating time across the southeast. And HDTV has a great article up about some tailgating essentials. And when the Y'all Show returns, we're going to walk through this very informative and fun article as we get you set for the parking lots of the south and a little pigskin in those parking lots. We'll have that coming up. Don't forget, before the hour is up, we'll take a quick look at some Southern sports news as the show about the South continues. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. Whether you want to learn Spanish for future travel plans, French to connect with extended family, or German to land a new job, in just 15 minutes a day, Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you'll actually use. All you need is 15 minutes a day, and you'll be on your way to confidently speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel is designed by real language experts using a modern conversation-based technique that makes learning fun, engaging, and best of all, memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then sentences gradually get more complex. Soon you're practicing short conversations about real-life topics. And with 14 languages to choose from and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll be sure to learn what matters most to you. Babbel. Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Well, I got my first truck when I was three. Drove a hundred thousand miles on my knees. Hauled marbles and rocks and thought twice before. I hauled a Barbie doll bed for the girl next door. She tried to pay me with a kiss and I began to understand. There's something women like about a pickup man. When I turned 16, I saved a few hundred bucks. 
My first car was a pickup truck. I was cruising the town, and the first girl I see was Bobby Joe Gentry, the homecoming queen. She flagged me down and climbed up in the cab and said, I never knew you were a pickup man. You can set my truck on fire and roll it down a hill, and I still wouldn't trade it for a coupe de ville. I got an eight foot bed that never has to be made. You know, if it All those pickup truck and those pickup men are going to be in hot demand when we hit Thursday and Friday and Saturday and pushing it on even into Sunday and Monday in some cases because it is tailgating time and boy those pickup trucks are a great tailgating tool if you got them otherwise Joe Diffie he also should have come out with a song called SUV Man because those sport utility vehicles are pretty good for tailgating as well. I'm John Rawl. This is the show about the Southeast, and we're getting you ready for the start of tailgating season here in this segment. HGTV.com has posted an article, 12 Tailgating Essentials to Score for Football Season. And I'm going to walk you through this as we know that tailgating equals, in most cases, wonderful food. And we'll just have to see how foodie the HGTV article puts up here as they have so many great, great things for you to go through and get ready for the start of tailgating season across the southeast. The first thing they've got posted here, and this looks like a great thing, not necessarily for the tailgate, but if you get a chance to go into the stadium, according to this article, the Flash Furniture Grandstand Comfort Seat. And it is about $64. It's not your cheap cushion that you go sit on. No, this thing is like premium comfort. And they've got it listed as a tailgating essential. Uh, yeah, it makes sense, especially if you don't want to sit there on a hard stadium in a bench-type seat for three or four hours. A football game usually lasts about that long. You have a nice back with this thing, and it's nice and cushioned. Ooh, Looks like you could almost take a nap in it. The Flash Furniture Grandstand Comfort Seat, one of the items that this HGTV article has. It says, cheer on your team in the stadium without tearing up your back in the process. The Flash Furniture Stadium Chair is equipped with a supportive padded seat and comes with a top handle for effortless transport to and from your tailgate. Scoop up the chair in black for versatility or grab it in one of the 17 other colors to match your school or team colors. The one I'm looking at, it looks nice in black. I can't imagine what it would look like in burnt orange for all you Texas fans. All right, that's one item here. This one closer back to the tailgate as they have in this HGTV.com article, the Fire and Flavor Hero Portable Charcoal Grill System. This looks like Something I'd want to have, not just at a tailgate, but maybe I might want to take over my whole kitchen with this thing. The Fire and Flavor Hero Portable Charcoal Grill. What's a tailgate without a charcoal or char-grilled burger? The Hero Portable Charcoal Grill System has everything you need to grill out on the game on game days. Each grill is non-stick for easy wipe-downs. Plus, it's the world's first dishwasher-safe grill, proving effortless cleanup after the game man that's good to know right there so you just pull this bad boy out of all your tailgating stuff that you've got crammed in the back and then fire up the grill cook you a couple of really good char grilled burgers 
don't have to clean it. It says you can take it home, and it is the first dishwasher-safe grill, so you can wash the maybe the whole thing back home when you get home. After a home victory, perhaps, you'll gladly wash this thing. After you get home at 2 in the morning from your tailgate and your team's lost in a horrible way, you're probably going to say, I'll just deal with that one tomorrow. <laughs> the cleanup as well. But that grill there is on the list of 12 tailgating essentials, according to HGTV.com. Another tailgating essential, this is another type of grilling device. It is the Coleman Propane Party Grill. And this is a pint-sized design ideal for on-the-go tailgating. It offers reliable grilling capabilities no matter what the weather is outside. This grill also features a push-to-start ignition that makes grilling simpler and quicker than ever before. It's, it looks like it's pretty small, but you, you can, from the photo, it's got a couple of burgers on it and a couple of hot dogs. Maybe it's not so small, and if you've got a big appetite, this probably will be just fine, but it is a propane grill so some tailgating environments aren't so friendly to propane usage might want to double check your rules of where you're going to be tailgating but the coleman propane party grill is on this list how about this one this one looks like something honey will be very happy that you put in the back of the car or truck or suv headed to the big game the portable outdoor waterproof blanket yeah, this will especially come in handy when the leaves start to fall and those November kickoff times are announced. Don't let chilly temps stand in the way of your football tailgate. You have this cozy, waterproof outdoor blanket. Use it to bundle up in the stadium or lay it out on the ground for picnic seating at your tailgate. I don't know how well that would go if your tailgating spot is on a maybe asphalt surface, but the photo here has a nice grassy surface. That does look inviting. Looks like a perfect place to take a nap while you've been out drinking before hitting the stadium. <laughs> Up next is another item, the Rightline Gear SUV Tailgating Canopy. Now, this looks pretty neat. It's a canopy that somehow you just lift up your SUV hatch, and this thing kind of extends out, and you can sit there and tailgate in your little paved parking spot, perhaps, and not let the sun just annihilate you for a few hours while you're tailgating. This handy tent attaches right to the rear hatch of your SUV, your minivan, your wagon, crossover, or truck. Each canopy comes with waterproof strapping to keep your car damage-free and guards the rear window against the sun to keep your cargo as cool as possible on those really hot Saturdays, of which we might have one of those going on this weekend. Got to have a good cooler. And according to this article on HGTV, the Yeti Tundra 35 hard cooler is a tailgating essential. Now, this thing retails for about 250 big ones. So make sure you got some extra spending cash before you go in and try to buy one of these. Again, so many people love their Yeti coolers. And this thing will definitely cool down and keep at a perfect temperature about 20 beverages nice 12-ounce beverages for sure. And when you put them in a Yeti cooler, you know they're going to stay cool and and it's going to be cool days later. This thing comes in three different colors if you want to include that at your tailgate. Also, you need to have really cool-looking tailgate paper plates. And you can buy packs of 24 of these tailgating paper plates emblazoned with your favorite teams 
for about $16. And so at this website, hgtv.com, they've got the link to where you can buy your favorite NFL teams, paper plates, possibly some college teams mixed in there for fun too. But that looks really neat and really adds to your tailgating touch when you've got an awesome-looking paper plate to sit there and take down all kinds of food. (laughs) How about a beanbag toss? They have the lacquered beanbag toss for nearly $200. This has, like, it takes beanbag tossing to a whole new level with this thing, with this beautiful wood surface here. Each set comes with two portable boards and your choice of customization or monogram. Perfect for those long days while you're at a tailgate looking for something to do. A beanbag toss is good. You have napkins. We just told you about the great plates, the tailgating paper plates. How about napkins? And game day napkins, you can buy a pack of 20 for $9. No reason to use some boring paper towel at your tailgate. Get you some kind of customized game day napkins. The link is at this HGTV.com article. Another of the 12 tailgating essentials, I love this one, the one-gallon drink dispenser with stand. It looks like you're at a bar, for goodness sakes, when you have one of these at your tailgate. Pretty neat. You can get your tailgate guest bottomless water or whatever drink, maybe some good sweet tea, or you can put up something a little bit more strong if you'd like to. And this one-gallon drink dispenser, it comes ready to use with an elevated stand, built-in cup storage, and a spigot for effortless serving. It looks really cool. I would like to have one of those, not only for tailgating, but really maybe even in my own bedroom. That looks pretty neat. Also on the list of great items for your tailgate, the Coleman Camping Chair with built-in cooler. I've not seen one of these. This retails for about $35, and you can get this Coleman Camping Chair, and it is really neat. It's easy to tote. It's foldable and fully cushioned to provide the lumbar support that everyone over 30 needs in order to rally after a full day of tailgating. Each chair also comes with built-in cup holders to keep your libations within reach at all times. The Coleman-branded camping chair with built-in cooler. Also, the Giantex aluminum folding outdoor table is listed at this HGTV article, and that is a pretty neat-looking table with various levels for you to put the side items, to put the main items and more, the condiments, pretty neat folding outdoor table. That's one of the, and it looks like it's pretty lightweight to tote. That's one of the worst things that you can have happen on game day is to be toting back and forth big, massive tables that are cumbersome to tote. And then in some cases, you definitely have to tote them for a long distance when you have game days at your favorite college. The article, again, at hgtv.com. It is written by Maria Conti. It's the 12 tailgating essentials to score for football season. And this just got put up by Maria the other day, and it's right up to speed with all the various articles and the various items listed for you to have the perfect tailgating experience this fall. Or I won't even say fall. I would say starting this weekend, you can have this stuff ready to go if you'd like to support your favorite team and do it tailgating perfection the y'all show continues on after this break stay tuned speaking of what's going on this weekend sports wise i'm going to walk you through week one of nfl football plus other news and notes from the world of southern sports 
That's ahead as the Y'all Show continues. 803-816-1170 is the way for you to reach out to us here. Welcome your feedback. Maybe you've got something to say about your own tailgate. Maybe you got something to say about your own and favorite college or NFL team. We'll be glad to take down whatever you've got on your mind. 803-816-1170 is how you can text us. We'll be right back with the Southern Sports Blast here on the Y'all Show. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Smokey Colbert, filling in for Smokey on his birthday, because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Just look at the news. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. And I'm not just talking about obvious things like campfires or letting your totally sweet nephew, Francis, play with matches. I'm talking about dumping your used barbecue coals willy-nilly or parking your car on tall, dry grass. That can lead to... Oof! Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. But listen, being a South Carolinian, I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous, deciduous, or new car scented. So if you love the outdoors like me, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention, because fire safety is always in season. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. And we're back on talk with an accent on all things Southern. And one Southerner represented the whole country here in the last few days 
Shelby Rogers of Mount Pleasant, South Carolina. She was the last American in the U.S. Open in terms of the women playing, and she got defeated on Labor Day Monday, losing to Emma Raducanu of Great Britain. And now she's gone out and said that she expects, in her words, 9 million death threats coming in as a result of her being the final American in the U.S. Open there in the New York City area. She loses, but a tough, tough deal for American tennis right now as Sloane Stevens, I think she's got a Georgia connection. I think that's where she's from. She got ousted. Also, other Americans out. And this tennis player, Shelby Rogers, she got famous. Well, if you follow tennis, you knew about her anyway. But she defeated the number one seed in the world just the other day. And she got a chance to play on Monday. She beat number one tennis player on Saturday. And now she's talking about possible media, social media harassment after her loss at the U.S. Open. But a, a very good career, again, for this tennis player from South Carolina, Shelby Rogers. We wish her the best going forward on the hard courts and the U.S. Open, the final of the four major tennis tournaments going on in 2021. Let's talk a little NFL football and some news broke on Labor Day. The Houston Texans have officially named Tyrod Taylor starting quarterback and he'll take the field against the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday. Coach Davey Culley saying Tyrod Taylor is going to start at quarterback for sure. Now, Deshaun Watson is on the Houston Texans' 53-man roster and is expected to be available, but they're not going with Deshaun Watson. Now, the former Clemson quarterback who requested a trade back in January currently faces 22 civil lawsuits for allegations of sexual assault and inappropriate behavior. The quarterback is not expected to play for Houston in the entire season, despite the fact that he has not been restricted from taking part in team activities or playing in games by the NFL. A backup to Tyrod Taylor is going to be Davis Mills, who is a rookie, and he's going to be on the Houston, Texas roster. The Houston Texans also have Jeff Driscoll. He's on the practice squad. The 32-year-old Tyrod Taylor signed a one-year contract with Houston in March after he spent the last couple seasons with the L.A. Chargers. And now he gets a chance to be quarterback of the Houston Texans. The 10-year veteran has made 47 starts in a career that's lasted a decade. He's passed for just shy of 10,000 yards. He's had 54 touchdown passes, 20 interceptions, and has rushed for nearly 1,900 yards and 16 touchdowns on on the ground during the 72 games that he has played. Tyrod Taylor, your starting quarterback for the Texans week one. Now what is on the docket for week one of the NFL? The Cowboys and the Buccaneers have the very first game of the new season. That game will kick off from Raymond James Stadium in Tampa on NBC on Thursday night, 8.20 Eastern, 7.20 Central. The Eagles and the Atlanta Falcons get together on Sunday as part of the first games that will be kicking off on Sunday, that game from Mercedes-Benz Stadium at 1 Eastern, 12 noon. 
The Buffalo Bills have the Pittsburgh Steelers coming in on one of those early games Sunday afternoon. Minnesota and the Cincinnati Bengals, an early game Sunday. The San Francisco 49ers will be in Motown. The Detroit Lions and their new coach await the Niners. The Niners returning to Detroit for a rare occasion. That, of course, the site that they won their first Super Bowl around 1980-81. Joe Montana there in the cold of Detroit got that Super Bowl win for the Niners. The Arizona Cardinals will be in Music City as the Tennessee Titans await at Nissan Stadium in an early game on Sunday. The Colts and the Seattle Seahawks get together in an early game Sunday. The Washington football team's got the L.A. Chargers coming into the nation's capital for a 1 Eastern kick. Also at 1 o'clock in Charlotte, the Carolina Panthers and Sam Darnold's old team, the New York Jets, come calling south. Jets and Panthers early on Sunday. And then the final early game Sunday, the aforementioned Houston Texans and Tyrod Taylor have Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars coming in for a game at NRG Stadium. The late afternoon kicks across the NFL at 425 Eastern, 325 Arrowhead Stadium time. The Kansas City Chiefs have the Cleveland Browns coming in for a contest. The Miami Dolphins will be in Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots. The Packers and the New Orleans Saints will be in Jacksonville. That's a game that got moved out of the Big Easy. That game is a late afternoon Sunday game. And then the final late afternoon Sunday game, the Broncos will be at MetLife Stadium to take on the New York football giants. The Sunday night game this week on NBC, the Chicago Bears will be in Tinseltown. SoFi Stadium in Inglewood is the site for the Bears at the Los Angeles Rams. 7.20 is your start time in Central Time, 5.20 L.A. time. Your Monday night football game this year, there's only one game scheduled this year. They've usually had two games on this opening week in recent years, but this year, only one game, and Allegiant Stadium in Vegas is the site for the Baltimore Ravens and the Las Vegas Raiders. That is your week one lineup for NFL football. Back to college news, linebacker Christopher Allen of the Alabama Crimson Tide is going to look like miss the rest of this season as he's going to have to have surgery after having a fractured foot. He hurt his foot in the game this past weekend in Atlanta where the Crimson Tide took on the Miami Hurricanes. This former second-team All-SEC selection who led the conference in tackles for loss in 2020 going to have to have surgery and coach Saban said he is probably out for the year so we wish Christopher Allen the outside linebacker for the Alabama Crimson Tide all the best as his season it looks like has come to an end and that is our southern sports update here for this Tuesday when the y'all show continues after this break we will let you know what is up at the pages of y'all.com that is the south homepage a lot of great stuff there and a lot more stuff of note coming and we'll fill you in on all the goodness when the y'all show returns after this break asthma symptoms can attack anywhere like on a city street Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. 
For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Okay, what she says. Back on to the Y'all Show, and we are delivered each and every day here by the South homepage, and that would be y'all.com. And the good folks at y'all.com have people like Carrie Underwood covered. Whenever she does something, you can read all about it at y'all.com, and you can hear all about it right here on the Y'all Show, powered by y'all.com. And a quick glance at the South homepage right now. And you'll see some great articles up and more great articles coming right now at y'all.com. You can take a tour of historic Highway 90, the Southern Route 66. Now, we are just tickled with this article and the great writer that wrote it, Ashley Stinson. She is based in the heart of Dixie, and she went across this historic highway, US 90, and it goes across in the Gulf South area, the whole tip of the bottom of Mississippi and the bottom of Alabama gets on into Florida, right around the Panhandle and more. But you can learn all about this, Highway 90 or the Old Spanish Trail, the Southern Route 66. And Ashley, who has brought in historians like Deanne Hoover and Charles Sullivan to talk about this great highway and she goes back and talks about the history of it. She talks about what you can find there to now. You know, you got great cities like Biloxi is on US 90, Gulf Shores in Alabama. She talks about the other attractions. Massacre Island, have you ever heard of that? Well, you can read all about that in this article at y'all.com and learn about Mobile County's Bayou La Battery, the seafood capital of Alabama, and of course, it is what they talk about in Forrest Gump if you've ever seen that movie just a beautiful portion of the south is the Gulf Coast of both Alabama and Mississippi and US 90 the Southern Route 66 connects all of those great towns from Hancock County in Mississippi where they've got towns like Bayou, St. Louis then you've got Pascagoula right there on that same stretch of highway And then when you get into Alabama, of course, Mobile, Dolphin Island, you've got the eastern shore of Alabama and more. Go read it. It's great. And if you missed out on going to that part of the world for the summer, maybe it'll stir up an idea or two to get down there here in the month of September, October, November. 
and enjoy it when all the school kids are back in their respective areas of the southeast or country you can go down and tour highway 90 when it's maybe a little bit less crowded and that would be a a good thing to do you know what is also something speaking of crowding is the south in general and we've got an article by ainsley lawrence at y'all.com about how the south is coping with population growth from covid19 as you've had a lot of people moving here especially from the northeast who've gotten essentially fed up with the way the rules have been across that part of the country and so they move south and what will an increased population mean for the south as a result of so many people packing up and moving south because of covid19 some of the items listed in this article the lower cost of living lower insurance rates more scenic views and better security all that is listed in this article angeli lawrence has up at y'all.com how the south is coping with population growth from covid19 and then one of the more recent posts at y'all.com got to check this out i have a hand in the production of this tricks of the trade the south's handyman john allen he's joined by jimmy duke and on this latest episode posted at y'all.com it's a video you can watch tricks of the trade john and jimmy are in a brand new studio setting you can watch that and john talks about something i know you've been wanting him to talk about p trap you he's got the p trap covered and it's not how you might think it's spelled it's it's p hyphen trap and it is what you commonly find underneath a sink and he's got some tips on repairing p traps plus he talks about slab houses all that is on the latest episode of tricks of the trade with the south's very very versatile handyman john allen he's joined by the great jimmy duke and they have a great episode talking about all these things also they discuss airflow on this latest edition of tricks of the trade and you can find that at y'all.com you can watch it sit back get you a nice cup of bubbly and listen and watch john allen and jimmy duke talk about the south repair problems and how they will help you guide they'll guide you right through the problems and you'll be the smartest person at your gathering in the neighborhood the next time everybody starts trying to outdo each other with their home improvement knowledge (laughs) tricks of the trade posted at y'all.com right now well that will put in the books hour number two we've got one more hour left of this tuesday edition so hang tight we will be right back with some more news headlines going on across the southeast plus we will have an article that we will share with you about inconsiderate passengers on planes what are some of the worst things that you've experienced maybe you're on that same list that i've got here that's coming up as the y'all show hour three arrives My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed.
GTG, BRB, OMW, be there in a few. You may think that these kinds of texts are fine because of their length, and you can easily send them at a stoplight. But no, answering one text can take your attention away from the road for five seconds. And traveling at 55 miles an hour, that's enough time to travel the length of a football field. Make good decisions. Don't text and drive. Visit StopTextStopRex.org, a message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, Noise, and the Ad Council. It's the final hour of this Tuesday Y'all Show. Everybody hopefully had a wonderful, long Labor Day holiday weekend. And it's back at it here on this Tuesday. I'm John Rawl. I am the general of all things Southern. And I appreciate y'all taking a little time out here on your Getting Back to Work edition of the Y'all Show here. The Tuesday edition on this very shortened week. But we got a very, although shortened, action-packed and information-packed week planned out for you here on Talk with a Southern Accent. Our website, y'all.com. Our text line is 803-816-1170. That's the way you can get in touch with us, and we are available for your conversation, whether it's text or you want to make a phone call to us. We're available 24-7 for you, 803-816-1170. 1170. Here in this final hour of our Tuesday Y'all Show, we're going to kick things off with more news going on across the Southeast. We've got all that covered for you right here on the show that accentuates the Southeast. Plus, later in the hour, I know if you've been an airplane passenger and you've ever experienced any of these things, you know and you feel the pain. We've got an article that we found that we're going to pass along to you, and it has to do with inconsiderate plane passengers. If we can ever get past this COVID thing, we will be back to flying all the time. We'll be back to flying with lots of people on the plane. And if you can go back a couple of years and beyond, you have probably, if you've been a person that has flown and flown a lot, you probably have had to deal with inconsiderate plane passengers. Maybe, just maybe, you're one of those inconsiderate plane passengers. I hope not. It's not very Southern of you if you're an inconsiderate plane passenger. But I found this article. I'm going to share with you some of those items of being inconsiderate while on a plane, and we'll talk about it later this hour of the Y'all Show. Before the hour is over, Melissa Rhodes has a Southern accent on the arts and entertainment world, plus more phone calls and texts. Welcome, 803-816-816. 1170. Don't forget the Y'all Show available in podcast form. Very easy to find us. All you got to do is go into your favorite way of listening to podcasts and search for Y'all Show, and you'll see our podcast right there awaiting your free download. And please, if you don't mind, take time to not only like it, but follow it. And then you can also automatically have this thing come to you each and every day. You don't even have to do a lot of thinking. I know y'all got plenty of other things to be worried about. That's one less thing you've got to worry about is the Y'all Show being available for you to listen. It will instantly go to your podcast that you like to listen to podcasts to, whether that's Spotify, it's possibly it's Apple Podcasts, the the big, beautiful purple logo if you've got an Apple product that says podcast. We're right there. You can listen to the Y'all Show on Stitcher. We're available 
on iHeartRadio's app, also on the TuneIn Radio app. So many ways, so easy for you to follow us. Plus, you can listen to it if you want to at y'all.com, the South's homepage. Let's dive into the news headlines today as we work our way across the South and nation. And sadly, the United States Navy has identified the five sailors killed in a helicopter crash off of California. As this happened last week, a helicopter crashing into the Pacific Ocean off of San Diego. And over the weekend, the U.S. Navy has identified the victims. Lieutenant Bradley A. Foster, a 29-year-old pilot from Oakhurst, California, was one of the five killed. Also from Annandale, Virginia, 28-year-old pilot, Lieutenant Paul R. Fridley. He was with the Virginia Naval Air... Okay, sorry. He was from Annandale, Virginia. Also killed was Naval Air Crewman, 2nd Class James P. Buriak from Salem, Virginia. There's two Virginians killed in this crash. Also killed was a sailor from, from Maryland, as in this crash it also claimed... Hospital corpsman and second class Sarah F. Burns, 31-year-old sailor from Severna Park, Maryland. And lastly, another Southerner killed in this crash as you had hospital corpsman third class Bailey J. Tucker, a 21-year-old corpsman from St. Louis, Missouri. These five all killed when an MH-60S crashed back on August 31st roughly 70 miles off of San Diego during what the Navy described as routine flight operations. This helicopter was operating from the deck of the aircraft carrier USS Abraham Lincoln. One sailor was rescued after the crash. Five sailors aboard the aircraft carrier were injured but were said to be in stable condition. The Navy declared the sailors dead over the weekend following days of search and rescue efforts, and they ended up switching to recovering their bodies. The crash calls still under investigation. The MH-60S helicopter typically carries a crew of about four and is used in missions including combat support, humanitarian disaster relief, and search and rescue. The aircraft belonged to the Navy's Helicopter Sea Combat Squadron 8. And here at the Y'all Show, we honor and remember these five sailors all killed when this helicopter crashed into the Pacific the other day. Lieutenant Bradley A. Foster from California, Lieutenant Paul Fridley from Annandale, Virginia. You also had Naval Air Crewman 2nd Class James P. Burek from Salem, Virginia, Hospital Corpsman 2nd Class Sarah F. Burns, Severna Park, Maryland, Hospital Corpsman 3rd Class Bailey J. Tucker, a native of St. Louis, Missouri. Now to a story that I have a personal connection to, as this man is a friend. This man is a a business partner of mine, and he's not the one that's causing this story to get in the news. It's his wife and his daughter. Now his daughter, this would be her stepmother. The reason this is a news story is the daughter just happens to be Lynn Fitch, the current attorney general for the state of Mississippi. And according to a story out, Lynn Fitch sent bodyguards to intimidate her stepmother during an ongoing legal feud over control 
of her 88-year-old dad, who is Bill Fitch, William Fitch of Holly Springs, Mississippi. And there's an ongoing legal feud over control of Mr. Fitch and the family assets. And this is what's being put out by an attorney for Lynn Fitch's stepmother, who I've also had the, I won't say pleasure, I've met Alita Fitch. Alita Fitch and Mr. Fitch got married only about seven or eight years ago, and they were in their 80s. I know he was in his 80s, and I assume she's somewhere in that same age bracket. (laughs) They got married. They got married in the Lyceum at the University of Mississippi, by the way, as Alita Fitch has been a lawyer of her own and comes from a rather prominent family. Mr. Fitch is also a very successful businessman and a great Southerner. And I got a chance to meet him 20 years ago, and 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 I just really like Mr. Fitch. I hate that I'm having to tell this story. I hate that evidently Bill Fitch's health has deteriorated so much that this is why this story is even being talked about. Alita Fitch, Bill Fitch's wife, and Mississippi Attorney General Lynn Fitch's stepmother. Alita Fitch claims that her stepdaughter, the Attorney General, sent officers unannounced to her Marshall County, Mississippi home, the family farm, and the hospital where Mr. Fitch was being treated. These people took money, firearms, and personal belongings from the house without permission, according to Alita Fitch's attorney. Alita Fitch's attorney is Ray Hill, and he has said that he doesn't know if the bodyguards were highway patrolmen, but it's clear abuse of power if they were. Don't know. This is uh, a, a rather crazy story to be talking about here. The chief of staff of Attorney General Lynn Fitch, Michelle Williams, has declined to comment. As she said, we consider this a private matter between two private parties, and we're going to let the courts decide. But this is, again, the attorney general for a state that's being accused of having possibly state troopers go in and take possessions of her father. Um, It's just a, a bad story. And unfortunately, this happens all of the time. This happens to people, especially if they have elderly parents or elderly spouses, You start, especially in-laws in this case. And I know, I think Alita Fitch is Mr. Fitch's third wife right there in the Waterford area of Marshall County in Mississippi. John Mayo is Lynn Fitch's lawyer, and he said the decision was made after consulting her father's physician. physician rather, a hospital staffer filed a vulnerable adult complaint against Alita after voicing concerns about her mistreatment of her husband, according to a lawyer. As Lynn Fitch has said in court documents that she did not want her stepmother knowing where Bill Fitch was being treated because Lita Fitch is emotionally and verbally abusive. (laughs) Tough times, tough times. And unfortunately, this is playing out in real life in the state of Mississippi. Um, A conservator hearing set for September 9th. That's later this week. So just an unfortunate story from the state of Mississippi to pass along. And a story, again, that I have a personal connection to. I did not know Lynn Fitch. I do know I've met the other daughter that Mr. Fitch has who has been living in South Carolina. 
North Carolina is where we go, and Governor Roy Cooper has signed a bill banning the Carolina squat and its modification to pickup trucks. What is the Carolina squat, for goodness sakes? Yes, the governor of North Carolina has this now in effect, signing into law the restrict certain vehicle modifications. House Bill 692 will essentially do away with a polarizing and some say dangerous height adjustment of pickup trucks called the Carolina Squat. The Squat is much like its name. This is pretty redneck. I'm sorry. I'm (laughs) telling you about the Carolina Squat here on the Y'all Show. But hey, that's what we do. We cover it all, y'all. The Carolina Squat is much like its name. The back of a pickup truck is lowered or kept the same, and the height of the front of the truck is raised. That makes a truck appear as if it is squatting. Now, why would you do that? Some say this is dangerous because the driver is positioned well above the front of the truck with a view obstructed by the angle of the vehicle. The driver is not able to see down the road or cars just in front of their truck, critics say. This new bill outlawing the Carolina squat goes into effect December 1st. The new law says that a vehicle would be violating the law if the suspension frame or chassis, the height of the front fender is four or more inches greater than the height of the rear fender. And the language of the bill describes how the measurements are obtained. The penalty is mandatory revocation of license for at least a year. More than 70,000 North Carolinians signed a petition demanding representatives make the modification illegal. The Carolina squat trend started an emulation of off-road racing trucks that feature a lower rear to help land jumps, according to Auto Week. They're fighting, we might have a civil war in North Carolina, over the Carolina squat. And as a guy who does not own a big giant pickup truck or any kind of big giant automobile to be honest with you i don't understand why anybody would want to mess up their car intentionally it just looks stupid i'm sorry but i don't own one of these cars maybe it's a lot of fun to drive a car squatting as it goes down the highway i know it stands out and while i'm against the carolina squat how about these cars you see all the time a lot of them are are trucks frankly Cars or trucks that you see going down the road, and they literally are no more than two inches off the ground. That's another crazy trend. Who in the world came up with the idea to drive a car that's barely on top of the surface? That can't be safe. So North Carolina and Governor Cooper, you might want to start looking into changing that. Roy Boy, yeah, that's another one your legislators there in Raleigh can look into over that one but yeah the carolina squat has seen its last days at least in carolina at least north carolina (laughs) all right to virginia we go and this is a story that breaks my heart wednesday will be the day that robert e lee goes away in the state capital of richmond as the virginia supreme court recently announced a 7-0 decision that the statue there on Monument Row in Richmond, the giant statue of the Confederate general in native Virginia, could be removed. And that's what will happen on Wednesday, as this will be, I think, the only Confederate statue that's still there, and it will be taken away. 
as of Wednesday, the only statues on Monument Row in Virginia will be of Arthur Ashe, a tennis player. It will be taken down, again, according to the state Supreme Court's decision to allow for its removal. A press release from the state of Virginia on Monday said, The Commonwealth of Virginia will remove the largest Confederate statue remaining in the United States, the statue of Robert E. Lee on Monument Avenue in Richmond, following authorization by all three branches of state government, including a unanimous decision last week by the Supreme Court of Virginia. So this thing gets taken away, and where will it go next? Where will it go? What kind of warehouse will it go to? And will it ever be seen again? This statue of Robert E. Lee was installed in 1890, well before the current liberal mantra of, oh, these things were put up to intimidate. These things were put up in the Jim Crow era to make people scared. Well, in 1890, I don't think that was going on in Virginia. You know, these people with that statement, a lot of that comes from a guy that used to be the head of the University of Richmond, a Civil War author who turned university president. He's the one that kind of first started pushing this whole thing about Confederate statues were put up in the 1920s and 30s to intimidate. Well, here's a statue that was installed in 1890, for goodness sakes. And uh, that just doesn't hold water, my friend. Governor Ralph Northam made the decision to remove the Virginia statue days on all those statues on Monument Row just after the death of George Floyd. And Northam said in a statement, Virginia's largest monument to the Confederate insurrection will come down this week. He says this, and and he's a VMI alumnus, and he goes to work, when he goes to work, at the Confederate Capitol. So why don't they just blow that up, their state capitol in Richmond, if they're so paranoid of Confederate stuff? Uh, Ralph Northam said, this is an important step in showing who we are and what we value as a commonwealth. And they're taking down Robert E. Lee, who... I will defend and say he's one of the greatest Americans we've ever had. I stand by that statement and always will. Robert E. Lee did things that no other American's done, even in the face of criticism. Uh, You could get on to Robert E. Lee for being a, for example, slave owner. He freed his slaves at the start of the Civil War, and other people did not do that, even people from the North. He surrendered at Appomattox. Now, some people would say he shouldn't have surrendered, but he realized there was nothing more he could do. He surrendered, and he walked away. And that's very noble of the man. And he he knew when it was time to move on, and that's something that I think the whole country could have learned a lesson from Robert E. Lee. So I, I stand by that man as a great Southerner, a great American. That's why up until the last couple of years, Robert E. Lee was revered by just about everybody. Everybody could respect Robert E. Lee of Virginia. And now because of people who have no clue about history and no clue about anything, will go after harmless statues to a great American, Robert E. Lee. Mm. Okay, sorry to get carried away, but when I see articles and, and news stories like this, I get a little, as a Southerner, I go into defense mode for a moment. Here's a heartwarming story and a sad story at the same time. A longtime Georgia doctor has died at age 99, and we want to remember Dr. John S. Inman Jr. of Albany, Georgia, because at 99, he had 10,000 on his mind. This longtime Southwest Georgia doctor delivered babies, and it's estimated 
that he delivered more than 10,000 babies in his career. What a great, great life lived by Dr. Inman. According to his obituary, he was born on his grandparents' dairy farm in 1921, went to medical school at Emory University in Atlanta, went on to serve in the Army Air Corps after World War II, and then went back to his native Albany, Georgia, to practice medicine and spent 60 years as an OBGYN. He helped found Veranda Medical Group and was a pioneer of women's health in southwest Georgia. He retired in 2013, so he retired in his 90s, and he died just a few weeks shy of his 100th birthday. He would have celebrated his 100th birthday in October. Dr. John S. Inman, Jr., Albany, Georgia, the guy that helped deliver 10,000 Southerners dying at the age of 99. All right, how about a story out of the state of Florida? This is not good news if you're a Skinner fan. A store that inspired Leonard Skinner and a song that Leonard Skinner made famous has been demolished. (laughs) This store inspired the lyrics, The Ballad of Curtis Lowe. Jacksonville's Woodcrest Grocery Building, where Ronnie Van Sant allegedly met the finest picker to ever play the blues, torn down in the last few days. The abandoned store was a hangout for generations of kids. Curtis Lowe, that was a fictional character, but the store was real, and it was right down the street from the house where Mr. Van Zant, Ronnie, that is, was raised. And Scott Hill, who grew up in the neighborhood, told the Florida Times Union newspaper that fans started driving by the site last week to grab cinder blocks as souvenirs. But again, this store, this grocery store building in Jacksonville, the Woodcrest Grocery Building, just down the street from where Ronnie Van Zant grew up, has been demolished, and it was an inspiration behind the Ballad of Curtis Lowe and its lyrics there. So, Skinner fans, I know you're probably taking this one pretty, pretty tough. But to Skinner's credit, I know many of the original members are no longer with us, but uh, they still, when they are able to, rock the South, and that's a great thing. You know who else rocks the South? That would be Miss Loretta. And Miss Loretta Lynn is going to be rocking the Grand Ole Opry in a couple of days as she's going to do a broadcast and live stream to support the United Way of Humphreys County, Tennessee. And Loretta Lynn is headlining an all-star benefit concert for the flood victims in her native Humphreys County. That's where she's lived for so, so many years. Her Hurricane Mills, Tennessee home and her own property was flooded and her own man that the foreman of her ranch there died in the floods from august and loretta lynn announcing this all-star live stream concert to benefit the victims of august deadly flooding there in that portion of middle tennessee now loretta lynn has gotten a couple of her friends to join her on this benefit it's going to be garth brooks trisha yearwood luke bryan luke combs and many more And the 89-year-old Loretta tweeted, The flood that devastated our area has been awful, but love is stronger. I'm so grateful for my friends who are answering my call for us to all pitch in and help every way we can. And I got a video here. I'm going to try to play it for you so you can hear Loretta herself talking about the Hometown Rising Benefit Concert. And that's going to be 
coming up in just a few days, September 13th. That is a Monday night at the Grand Ole Opry House in Nashville. And here is Miss Loretta Lynn talking about it. Hi, this is Loretta Lynn. And all my friends are coming together for one big night of music at the Grand Ole Opry House, September the 13th. All right, well, if she says it, you better listen. Opry.com is where you can go to get tickets for this benefit concert. It's called Loretta Lynn's Friends Homecoming Rising, and it starts at 8 Eastern, 7 Central at the Grand Ole Opry House right in Nashville, and it will stream, and it will be available to directly support the United Way of Humphreys County, Tennessee. The executive director said United Way of Humphreys County has been dedicated to our communities for years and we established the Humphreys County Flood Relief Fund to get immediate and long-term needs met for all the flood victims. That from Neoka Curtis, the executive director of the United Way of Humphreys County, Tennessee. Curtis goes on to say, we had no idea this would be one of the worst floods in our history, but our community will be whole again. It's UWHC's goal, United Way of Humphreys County, its goal to help make that happen as quickly as possible with the help of our generous donors. From the rental deposits and down payments necessary for people to get rehoused to remodeling, replacing clothing, and building their lives, we want to make sure their needs are met, and we will continue our fight to make that happen. And we wish everybody in Humphreys County, Dixon County, and also in the Centerville area of Tennessee all of you the best as you try to get past these awful floods from August. And one way to get past that is to raise a lot of money, courtesy of Loretta Lynn's Friends Hometown Rising. And that was, again, set for Monday, September 13th, starting at 7 o'clock Nashville time at the Grand Ole Opry House. Miss Loretta, thank you for that, and thank you for everything you do and how beautiful she still is at 89 years young and with such tragedy going on again her foreman lost in the flooding of humphreys county tennessee we'll take a break and as we go to break we'll have a little loretta music to enjoy probably i would say this would be without a doubt her most famous song she ever had out on the radio little coal miner's daughter in honor of Humphreys County, Tennessee's most famous resident. The Y'all Show comes back right after this. We will have here on the Y'all Show a little information about all you who are hoping to get back on an airplane soon, and we'll talk about inconsiderate passengers on planes. That's ahead, plus Melissa Rhodes has a southern accent on the arts and entertainment world, all before we get out of here on this Tuesday edition. Here we have Miss Loretta. He shovel coal to make a poor man's dollar My daddy worked all night in the band near coal mines All day long in the field of hoeing corn Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. <laughs> Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CBS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. 
My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. Have you wanted to speak a new language but thought it'd be too difficult or take too much time? Then try Babbel. Whether you want to learn Spanish for future travel plans, French to connect with extended family, or German to land a new job, in just 15 minutes a day, Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you'll actually use. All you need is 15 minutes a day, and you'll be on your way to confidently speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel is designed by real language experts using a modern conversation-based technique that makes learning fun, engaging, and best of all, memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then sentences gradually get more complex. Soon you're practicing short conversations about real life topics. And with 14 languages to choose from and lesson topics like travel, business, relationships, and more, you'll be sure to learn what matters most to you. Babbel. Language for life. Learn a new language with ease. Go to babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. <laughs> Got a little bit left here on this Tuesday Y'all Show. Hope y'all doing good. Let me tell you here on the Y'all Show about how we try to do our best to educate, to, to kind of enlighten you when we're able to. And here on the Y'all Show, thanks to the website drivepedia.com, J.J. Foster has penned an article that, again, in our effort to try to entertain and also educate all y'all, <laughs> 35 inconsiderate plane passengers that made flying unbearable. So if you have plans to get past this COVID thing and get back up and flying all over the world or at least across the country on a regular basis, if you haven't done that lately, this drivepedia.com article might be a unfortunate reminder in some cases about how some people across the country can be downright rude downright inconsiderate at least and that's why mr foster has pinned 35 inconsiderate plane passengers that made flying unbearable all right well let's dive into this this looks like foster has spent a lot of time thinking about this one because likely foster has not flown a whole lot in the last 17 months so when you start bashing bad flyers bad or as he as we can say inconsiderate flyers let's save the best for this article and he starts out with the license to fly the license to fly is a possible problem 
the people who think they own the plane is what I'm gathering, gathering that he's talking about. Got a picture with each one of these things. One picture he's got is a lady with a parrot, a real live parrot, in the plane with her. And the caption here says, this lady can bring her pet parrot on the plane, but my suitcase can't be one pound overweight. <laughs> That's a true point there. I guess it's not on Southwest Airlines here. Yeah, the lady's got a pet parrot out on her arm. Now, it's cute, and she's cute too, by the way. But yeah, this parrot gets to fly, but your one pound over suitcase, you got to pay probably a lot more money on that. And that's problem with inconsiderate passengers. All right, here's another one that this person points out here. What's all that jacket? And this picture here has, you probably have seen it, the person in front of you decides to take their jacket off and instead of rolling it up and sticking it underneath their arm or even, Lord have you, put it way up above the area above whatever that's called, the bin above them, this person on this plane decides to take their jacket and just drape it around their airplane seat, which means, on a lot of cases, they might be covering up the screen that you've got to look at in front of you. Maybe you were planning on watching a great movie, and when a person decides to wrap their lice-infested jacket on the seat in front of you, hello, you're blocking my view. Maybe I was going to track where we are on this flight especially on a big long flight you might be having and on a lot of these more modern planes they have really cool screens on the front and on the seat in front of you and this this flyer here decides to just take up half of your screen because they decide to take their jacket off that's pretty inconsiderate how about laptop usage on a plane and that can be inconsiderate for a whole bunch of you and one person here on this thing says the person with a laptop decides to take over part of your own space because they got to have two laptops going. Then and they got to end up having their laptop creep over into your area. That's pretty inconsiderate, don't you think? Do you like that? How about the people who end up being bored on flights and their inconsiderate actions of poking fun at people who end up maybe in the case that i'm looking at here fall asleep and have a big gigantic snooze fest going on and i've i, I actually enjoy falling asleep on a plane it's kind of neat but uh it can be in, inconsiderate i guess to to some people all right how about this one here dreadful locks is the caption and and it's not just people who have dreadlocks it's people who have long hair period that hair might be beautiful to you but it's not always beautiful to everybody else and especially when you get on an airplane and your long hair your crystal gale hair ends up rubbing up on people and in the picture i'm looking at somebody with a big gigantic long dreadlock deal their hair is going out beyond their seat into the passenger behind them. And the person has to like, get away from this long dreadlock looking thing because this person's got such long hair. That's inconsiderate. If you're going to be flying, you need to put that long hair, those long dreadlocks, crystal gale. If you're going to be flying again, we were just 
hearing from her sister a few minutes ago with Loretta Lynn's benefit coming up. I wonder if Crystal Gale's going to be part of that. She ought to be. Uh, put your hair up in a hat or something like that. That's just that's just inconsiderate here. Also, how about what this caption here of an inconsiderate flight person would be? A caption that says, I dream to find a man that's let me sleep on him the way this woman is sleeping on her husband. And sure enough, this picture has a woman down on the floor. I don't know how a stewardess would have allowed this to happen. The woman's out of her seat on the floor, and she's got her feet up on her seat, and it's quite visible to everybody on the plane what she's doing. That's pretty stupid. Somebody at that airline should have got onto her. Also, inconsiderate people flying. How about those who come on there with big, gigantic things like a cello? And that's what I'm looking at on a picture. So the caption of this one of the person flying with their cello in the seat next to him. So the guy in the row next to me purchased a seat for his cello. The flight attendants kept telling him he couldn't have it there, but he just kept showing them its ticket. Did he really do that? He bought an airline ticket just so he could fly his cello? Possibly. Possibly. How about inconsiderate flyers those who decide to brush their teeth while sitting in their plane seat and one person who said they were a dentist on social media put out a statement of a picture with a guy with a toothbrush in his mouth it says as a dentist i have to say i'm proud as a seat mate i have to say i'm less than thrilled uh, where did the guy spit hmm. how about another inconsiderate airline passenger the person that decides to do push-ups while flying and the caption on that picture of the guy doing push-ups while in the plane no days off some people those who are really into fitness i mean they are heck bent on following their schedules and that might mean some kind of exercise while flying especially on those long long flights across the ocean how about those who play with that air vent there on the adjustment deal above the seat and this caption here says sometimes you just need to air out your sweaty shoe on a plane in an enclosed cabin with a recirculated air where people are eating yeah this picture actually shows a guy putting his shoe up there to that vent oh that would be inconsiderate how about another one picture of a person doing body maintenance evidently it says we just took off i wonder how bad this flight will really get it's a person cutting their toenails on a airplane right next to a passenger that's uh people 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 got some crazy people out there in the world of aviation and here at the y'all show we're just relay relaying some of it how about those who do laundry on a plane is that is that even possible but some people take out their wet laundry in a plane and hang it out to dry uh yeah image here of a passenger hanging up their laundry to dry person says my question is how did all his stuff get so wet we've only been in the air for 15 minutes disgusting evidently on a lot of these long flights people take their shoes and socks off and so their feet start creeping into maybe the seat in front of them i mean everybody's got different ways of their sleeping habits and you might be a person that absolutely must have their shoes and socks off if you want to try to get anything accomplished from a sleeping standpoint 
And that's what we're seeing on a lot of these things. Mm. Man, there's just so much. I don't know if I can get to them all here. But uh, the article, again, is up at drivepedia.com about some ways that people are very inconsiderate and annoying and just non-Southern, just to kind of lay it all out there, when they decide to hit the skies and fly. And we hope none of you are any of these people as part of this article and if you are hey yeah let's just be a little bit more considerate going forward so we can get back to the way it it ought to be not necessarily the way it used to be but the way it ought to be that wraps up this portion of the y'all show when we come back melissa rhodes she'll be dropping by with a southern accent on the southern arts and entertainment scene that's ahead on talk with a southern accent If you're worried about your borderline blood pressure, hear how others are taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. Garlic works safely and naturally to support my blood pressure. Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula has a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals, so you know it works. No garlic taste, no garlic breath. Take charge of your blood pressure with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I want to be a glass countertop in a new home. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's best birthday present. When I grow up, I want to be a football stadium. When I grow up, I want to be a warm place on a cold day. When I grow up, I want to be a fancy backsplash. I want to be a bike that races around the when country. When I grow up, I want to be a bench on a forest when I trail. Grow up, I want to be a rocking chair on when a sunny I up, porch. I want to be a skyscraper. I want to be a... 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 When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. A public service advertisement brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. Southern accent. Here's what's entertaining the South from y'all.com. I'm Melissa Rhodes. Tampa-raised actor Owen Teague is a rising star in Hollywood, having appeared in more than a dozen films and currently co-starring in the Stephen King-based post-apocalypse series The Stand, airing on Paramount+. Plus. The 21-year-old Floridian on getting ready to play Harold Lauder in the series. One of the earliest things that I did was was work with Angelina on Harold's costume, just just like the kinds of shirts that he wore and the kinds of shoes and pants and the sizes of everything and the hairstyle and costumes are a really big part of of the the preparation for me um as well but also like i've been a fan of the book forever paramount plus offers a free trial to stream the stand entertainment headlines and more at y'all.com all right, I'm going to have to put The Stand on my list of films to check out with a 
Floridian there in one of the main roles of that. How about that? Well, here at the Y'all Show, we do a good job of trying to keep you on top of all of the current trends in terms of movies and music and sports and more. We'll wrap up this Tuesday Y'all Show with more Southern greatness. So stay tuned. This is the show that covers the South. Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist, the only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park or at your kitchen table, Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. My mother was very familiar with her neighborhood, but one day she stopped at the stop sign and she wasn't even really sure where she was at. When something feels different, it could be Alzheimer's. Now is the time to talk. A message from the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Billy Highway is about coming to an end here, but we sure thank you for making us a part of your Tuesday fun. We are the Y'all Show with your host, John Rawl, and we will be right back here come Wednesday for more fun across the Southeast and previewing the Wednesday Y'all Show. We'll have great sports information on the eve Wednesday, the eve of the start of the new NFL year as the Cowboys and the Buccaneers get together in Tampa for a season opener. Also on Wednesday, we'll have business and book news to pass along your way. Come Thursday this week of the Y'all Show, that day that the NFL season actually begins, we'll have you all the good information coming out of Tampa for Tom Brady's Bucks and more. Also, we'll have plenty of entertainment news to pass along, and the country music scene in Nashville bring you all of what's happening on Music Row on our Thursday Y'all Show. And when we get back together for Friday, the attention starts turning to college football. Friday, hour number one, it is the Y'all Kickoff Show, and we'll preview all of the weekend's big games. We'll hear from coaches and players. General Gridiron will have his week two forecast. The general has a unique, fun way of picking Saturday's big games and he'll be back here on the Friday Y'all Show as part of the Y'all Kickoff Show. Also, Craig Faulkner dropping by with a fishing forecast on our Friday show. So we got so much more as we go through the week, and we thank you for making 
yourselves available to listen to us on great radio stations and our podcast options too, including Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, and Apple Podcasts. We'll see you back here tomorrow. This has been the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent. My doctor told me my blood pressure is borderline. I figured I could worry about it or do something about it. So I took control with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. It works safely and naturally to help maintain healthy blood pressure with a custom blend of garlic, vitamins, and minerals. And it's odor-free. I'm taking charge with Garlic Healthy Blood Pressure Formula. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The term natural reference is only the garlic in the product. Use as directed.